It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us on a Tuesday edition of the show. A lot to cover on today's edition of the podcast. We'll catch up with BYU running back Tyson Williams. Had some great thoughts about adapting to the culture at BYU, fitting in in the running back's locker room, and just overall his experience at BYU to this point. You'll also hear from Zane Anderson today. We're 23 days out from BYU and Utah kicking off the season. Church and State Player Countdown Series is number 23, and who happens to wear number 23 on the roster? That would be Zane Anderson. So I had a chance to speak with him one-on-one. We'll get those thoughts on the podcast for you today, as catch as well as catching you up on everything else going on in BYU sports news. Former BYU guard Jasheer Hardnett has found his new program after officially decommitting from the University of Montana. We'll talk about that. Also, former BYU golfer Zach Blair headed back to the PGA Tour. So a lot to cover on today's edition of the podcast. And with that, a reminder for you guys, today's show is brought to you by the Locked On NFL Show, as well as the Locked On Fantasy Football Show, both here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We'll tell you what they're offering our listeners here in just a little bit. So let's get going. This is the Locked On Cougars Podcast for August 6th, 2019. Hi guys, I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network, and thanks again for joining us on a Tuesday edition of the podcast. Let's kick things off today. BYU held their fifth day of uh, practice yesterday outdoors, 100, near 100 degree heat. It was hot yesterday. It's going to be hot again today. They'll be back on the field today, but... Had media availability yesterday. Had a chance to catch up with Aaron Roderick, Kalani Sitake, and then also Tyson Williams. Uh, some of the standouts from practice I wanted to note before we get to the interview here with Tyson Williams was that Joe Critchell had a good day during the media portion of practice they were able, able to observe. They ran a 7-on-7 seven seven drill, and Joe Critchlow hit a 50-yard bomb at least to walk-on wide receiver Austin Wetzel during the media portion of practice that was... It was 45 yards in the air. It was a throw right on the money. And I said it on the Instagram Live uh, recap, shortened edition I did on Instagram Live last night. Follow us on Locked on Cougars on Instagram. I said that in terms of just sheer arm talent, Joe Critchell is one of the best in the BYU football program. In terms of his overall skill set, not a great fit in the BYU offense as currently constructed. There's a reason why he's running with the threes and the fours in practice, but he had a good day yesterday. He also hit uh, freshman tight end Carter Wheat on a on a crossing route that Wheat was wide open on, had a good throw there. So Joe Critchlow showed some good things yesterday, but like I said, just in terms of an, of an overall fit, He's not a he's not ideal for what BYU's running. If BYU was running the offense they had with Tanner Mangum under center, yeah, Joe Critchell's very much a more viable option for the Cougars at quarterback. But as it stands, Zach Wilson is your undisputed number one quarterback. Aaron Roderick saying yesterday he looks solid. He's still on a pitch count, but uh, Roderick said there's only been one practice so far where they've reached that pitch count and they've had to shut him down for that day. So they're being smart with the number of throws he's able to complete each day. And 
I, by all accounts, it sounds like everything's full speed ahead for Zach Wilson. You can listen to all the audio from practice yesterday at 1280thezone.com. Company I work for, the Zone Sports Network, uh, kind enough to house that audio. So you can go to 1280thezone.com and hear that audio there. But let's get to an interview that I did with Sean Walker. I believe Jay Drew is also a part of this interview. We caught up with graduate transfer running back Tyson Williams. I was talking to a person yesterday who has seen f- four of the five practices BYU has had to this point. He's seen them all in full. And he said, by and large, Tyson Williams has been the better running back for BYU. But he said, don't let that uh, discourage you from thinking that Lopini Katoa or Emmanuel Asupa have uh, fallen by the wayside. He said that Tyson Williams is probably the lead guy. And I had a coach during the offseason tell me that they expected, in terms of BYU, Tyson Williams to be the lead back this year. So early on in camp, he looks the part. But the, the, the source I was talking to yesterday said that he's seen four of the five practices in full. He said Tyson Williams is probably the number one back, but 1A is Lopini Katoa. He said uh, Katoa has really stepped up, risen up to the challenge with the graduate transfers coming in, and he's really upped his game. Uh, of course, the injury concerns remain a bugaboo about him. We'll see if he's able to overcome that. But they also said that Emmanuel Asupa has done some good things as well, probably running as like the number three back right now. But as Jeff Grimes said last Friday, we played it on this podcast, he says we may be able to go running back by committee because we can versus having had to a year ago due to injuries, etc. Interesting situation all the way around. But Tyson Williams, a fun interview, uh, talked about adapting to life in Provo, his adapting to the position group at BYU, and even talking about just uh, ad- adapting to being a, almost a young player on the BYU team, despite he, him being 23 years old, he said. So let's get to it. Here's Tyson Williams with the media after practice yesterday. How does the running backs room that you've found at BYU kind of compare to, to what you're used to? At yeah, um, like I said, I mean, every running back room is different. I mean, I wouldn't try to compare a room to room, but uh, guys don't go to the league just, you know, just from the SEC, you know, so guys have been to the league. Jamal Williams has been to the league from here, so um, like I said, it's a, it's a very talented room, and um, we, just want, we just look forward to going out there producing. Emmanuel said one of the things to get used to is everything closed on Sunday here. A lot of hard to find places. How have you how have you managed that? Yeah, I managed it pretty good. I mean, just like the first time I saw, it, I was like, man, nothing is going on on Sunday. <laughs> but you know, in the South, you know, the only place that uh, they closed on Sunday was Chick Fil A. So, I mean, I got a small <laughs> glimpse of it, but now it's just like everything across the board is closed. So, now it's been fine. So I just try to, you know, cook something or. Whatever I need, I just try to make sure I have it, you know, uh, before Sunday. Mm-hmm. That's just something you learn quickly? Yes, sir. You coming in here, what is kind of your primary motivation? Is this your final go-around following your collegiate? What's your primary motivation? Um, my primary motivation is just uh, being the best player that I can be, you know, when I step on the field. And then also, just like I said, just pouring into uh, the young guys, you know, just um, – want to be able to, uh, you know, help them in their transition to, you know, uh, the things that they, they may encounter in, um, in the uh, collegiate ranks. So um, those are just the t- two main things I look forward to. Talking to Emmanuel previously, he kind of said, I'm, I'm going to be the thunder and I need somebody to be the lightning. Do you feel like you can be that, that lightning to his thunder? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I try to I try to do it all, but for sure. I mean, he's definitely like a big bruiser. So um, if he wants to claim that title, I, I don't mind it. How's your adjustment like just to the altitude and everything going? Yeah, I mean, when I first got out here, it was pretty rough. Um, just like I said, the dryness of the air and just you just get tired so quick, you know, when training. But, um, I mean, day by day, it's gotten better. Coach Kalani was saying earlier that uh, 
he, he's been impressed by your professionalism, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term, I guess. I mean, not technically being a professional, but yeah. do you feel like the past couple of years, your time at, I guess, in both Carolinas kind of helped you sort of approach football in, in, in sort of a professional way, I guess? Yeah, I think so. And I think it also just comes with uh, maturing. You know, as, as the years get older, I mean, you step in on college being 17, 18 years old. And then, you know, for me now, I'm, I'm going, I'm about to be 23. So um, it's just a maturity thing and just understanding everything that, that goes on. You've had quite the careers, North Carolina, South Carolina, now BYU. Yeah. What's it been like? Oh, man, it's been interesting. It's been interesting. Um, just like I said, my first year at Carolina, man, it was just, you know, as a freshman, just getting adjusted to everything. It was just a whirlwind. But as I got older, you know, especially like when I got to South Carolina, I mean, things just kind of slowed down for me, you know, as a player and off the field and, um, you know, academics as well. So, um, you know, just the older you get, the, the more accustomed you got to, you know, the college schedule and, and everything that's being demanded of you. You mentioned being so old at 23 years old. Was mm-hmm. it a little weird stepping on campus and realizing that 23 is like sophomore <laughs> year? For most people? Hey, so that's, that's, a, that's a very true statement. So what, what, what ended up happening is because usually I would be the oldest one in the locker room. So now right. I feel like, hey, I'm still young, you know, so that's just kind of a mindset thing. And I don't know, it's just, it was just kind of interesting. So I just don't feel as bad as, as what I would if I was, you know, back in the uh, soccer line or something like that. Who's the most old man on this team that you've, you've noticed? I'm not even age-wise, but just like acts like the, the old grandpa. It's hard to say. I mean, everybody's pretty much mature. Um, but I mean, you know, a lot of guys like to have fun too. But it's hard. It's hard to pick out just one person to say, you know, who's the most mature. I think they're all mature, but at the same time, you know, we like to have fun as well. Who's the most likely to show up after practice in a cardigan then? In a cardigan? <laughs> like an old man, grandpa-style uh, cardigan. Can you rock the cardigan? I mean, you you talk about your. I I used to wear cardigans. That's crazy. <laughs> when I was uh, like in ninth grade, but um, I don't know. Maybe uh, one of your teammates that, said Kavika. I don't know if that sounds right or not. Maybe they call him Gramps. I yeah, guess, Kavika is pretty old. I would probably go with that one. Okay. I'll probably go with that one. There you go, Tyson Williams, graduate transfer running back. Only thing in the South that's closed on Sunday is Chick-fil-A, so it's a little bit of an expanded universe for him when it comes to BYU and Provo in general on a Sunday, but you can tell he's adapting well. He's enjoying his time, and I think that's a credit to what the coaching staff and his teammates have done, kind of bringing him into the program and really making him feel welcome. So good to hear that Tyson Williams is adapting well to BYU, and I think all things all things point to him having a good year this year barring some injury or something something unforeseen coming about but like I said I was talking to somebody who said that Tyson Williams has by and large been the number one running back in the early part of camp. Alright on the other side we'll continue with our church and state player countdown series. Had a chance to speak with senior linebacker Zane Anderson so happens to be number 23 on the roster and we are 23 days out from BYU and Utah kicking off the season we'll get to that next. You'll hear from him about his play as a, as a linebacker adapting to that flash linebacker spot and some of the people he's learned from playing that position. Before we go, though, a reminder for you guys that the new Locked On NFL show is on fire. Last week was one of the most listened to NFL shows across the podcast universe. It has the expert analysis of former NFL scout Matt Williamson and also it's hosted by Brian Peacock. Locked On NFL is your daily national podcast on all things NFL with Matt's unique take on the game. Follow Locked On NFL now on your favorite podcast provider. More in a moment, this is the Locked On Cougar podcast. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months 
or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. on Cougars. Thanks again for joining us on a Tuesday edition of the show. I'm Jay Catch. A reminder for you guys, when you're out and about driving your car, making your commute to or from work, you're making your honey-do list, driving around town, running errands, when you plug in your smart device into your car, tell it play podcast Locked on Cougars. That way you stay up to date with your, the latest in BYU news. And thanks in advance for your continued support of the podcast. Please follow along on whichever podcatcher you prefer to use. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We're available everywhere fine podcasts are to be found. Please give us a favorable rating and review if you don't mind as well. Those five-star reviews, particularly on Apple Podcasts, are worth their weight in podcast gold. And I thank you guys once again for continuing to support this podcast. It's an absolute blast to be with you guys each and every day talking BYU sports. Fall cap, fall camp well underway for BYU at this point. Zane Anderson, a guy that really emerged in the early part of the season last year before suffering a shoulder injury that he tried to play through before the coaching staff decided, you know what? Let's sit you down. Let's get you healthy and come back next year. And by all accounts, Zane Anderson's been a fantastic player early on in fall camp. I had a chance to catch up with him yesterday to talk about playing the flash linebacker spot, what he expects from himself as a senior this year going through fall camp for the last time, and just overall what his experience has been uh, playing this position, kind of mentoring young guys, etc. So let's get to it. Here's Zane Anderson with myself right here on the Locked on Cougars podcast. Zane, now that the pads are on, how much does it change for you guys in terms of being able to be a little more physical, actually holding up like against the run, et cetera? Um, I think it helps out a lot. I think uh, as linebackers without pads, guys are kind of grabbing our jerseys and stuff. But when pads come on, I think I don't know, I think, I don't know people come more fearless. I don't know what it is. But everyone's more aggressive. Everyone's kind of flying at the ball and uh, taking on blocks a lot heavier. And so I like having on pads. I think it's good to kind of we take on linemen. We can take on anyone. And so it's been good. It's been a good transition in the pads. What's your weight up to now? Uh, 220. So is that kind of was your goal weight originally? Yeah. When you were in the linebacker. Originally, last year I, I didn't hit it. Okay. And uh, this year I'm working up. I still kind of want to get a little more, um, but keep my speed as well. So. You feel like you've kept your lateral ability and everything, even with yeah. It? I I've been gaining weight all summer, but I've been focused on getting faster too, and I feel faster. So, this flash position is kind of unique in that it's it's a, that hybrid safety linebacker role. We're kind of seeing it become more and more popular throughout mm-hmm. all football. What do you like about it most? Um, I love the space. Um, it gives you a lot of freedom to kind of do your thing, um, kind of run a lot. Um, you can chase down a lot of plays. Um, you're in the passing. You're in a lot of passing situations. Um, you're just kind of all over where the ball is, and I love kind of being a ball hawk. And so it's a good position, and you're all, you're always around the ball. Um, everything's kind of flows through you, so it's a really fun position. Fred Warner, I think, is kind of the prototype for that position, what he's done now with the 49ers in the NFL. Do you kind of model your game after him a little bit? Yeah, Fred, Fred is a baller, and uh, he really taught me how to play flash and uh, gave me some tricks about tricks of the trade. But um, me and him are a little different, too, yeah. in ways. Um, uh, but I feel like we use me more as a nickel. Gotcha. Um, but Fred could cover as well. But, um, yeah, we're different players. But, no, Fred, Fred's a great role model for this defense. What's it like working with Coach Lamb? 
Um, he's great. Um, he's kind of a straightforward guy, but he'll let you know when you're not doing something right, whether you're a starter, um, fourth string. Um, I, I respect the guy a lot. I think he um, puts the best players in the game and um, makes good calls, and I just like the way he handles different th- things, and he's a really straight-up guy. So, You guys face your offense every day in practice what's the hardest part about facing it like what's the most difficult thing to defend um I think this year's been a lot different um whereas in the past um I feel like it's been check down check down throw the check down throw the check down <laughs> we knew people weren't going to check test this deep and so um we're kind of stretching the ball down the field and uh, it really kind of takes you off your guess um and so you kind of have to play it um, straight up, and um, I feel like they're being, they're a lot more explosive this year, and so that helps us as prepare um, going against them every day. It makes us better, so it's been good so far this this fall camp. Chaz is another guy that flash position. I think a lot of people are looking forward to seeing what he can do as well on the field. What have you seen from his game that excites you? Um, Chaz is just kind of one of those guys that naturally is just kind of has it to him. Um, he he came in and. He played a little bit for his mission. I remember playing safety, and he was in front of me. Um, and now he's back from his mission, and uh, he picked up right where he left. He's, he's a baller. He's a guy that can cover, but come down in the box and make some plays as well. So I expect some good things from him. What During fall camp, do you have any like goals during fall camp, particularly for yourself, that you want to accomplish? Or is it just more, hey, i got to get through this. This is my last go-around with this. I just got to get through it and get to the season. No, I'm really taking it in. Um, Every day is a new day, and it's something I can improve on. I'm really taking in the leadership part, um, being a vocal leader out on the field, um, putting guys in the right spot, knowing where everyone's supposed to be, um, and just recognizing different formations and tendencies. Um, I can always come out here and go with the flow, and um, it'd be fine. But I'm trying to, like, take it in a different way and uh, pick up on uh, new schemes and what the offense is trying to do. And so... Um, no, I'm, I'm taking every day as it comes, and I'm excited. Man. Get you out here on an easy one. You're a kid from the Tooele Valley. Where is the spot to go in Tooele Valley? Tooele Valley. Honestly, stay in Sansbury. Stay in Sansbury Lake. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's, where, that's, where that's where you need to go? Yeah, stay in Sansbury. I mean, you got the mountains. You can go four-wheeling. Um, there's a golf course, Sansbury, mm-hmm. Sansbury Golf Course. Kind of lived on that all summer when growing up. But um, there's not much, but it's fun out there. Awesome. Thanks so much, Zane. Thanks, man. There you go. Zane Anderson, senior linebacker for BYU. And I think with him and Chaz you running that flash linebacker spot, BYU should have an ability to really disrupt some offenses. He said he likes the ability that affords him to play in space. As a former safety, I completely understand that. He has always kind of run the alleys, been able to play in space, make plays, read and react. And that flash linebacker spot, I think it's a perfect fit for Zane. He said he's up to 220 pounds to look to put on a few more pounds if at all possible while keeping his speed. I tell you this much. I talked to Zane last year and talking to him yesterday, he's noticeably bigger. I'm not saying like, okay, he went from a 130-pound shrimp to a 250-pound mammoth. No, it's, it's not what I'm saying. But he looks noticeably bigger. You can tell he spent the, his time in the weight room, and he's, he's done a lot of good work. He had to, of course, rehab that shoulder injury that he suffered a year ago. And by all accounts, he's been healthy and playing well early on in fall camp. And I wish him nothing but the best as he enters his season 
senior season. I think that additional weight will really serve him well playing that flash linebacker spot. He said he's learned a lot from seeing what Fred Warner does, but he also said, hey, I'm a different player than Fred Warner. And that that's to be expected. Fred Warner's a six foot four, two hundred and fifty pound gazelle almost out there running around making plays. And that's why Fred Warner is a guy who is starting for the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Zane Anderson, I think, has a professional future. Probably more as an undrafted free agent unless he really shows out this coming season. But I I like him acknowledging, hey, I've learned a lot from Fred, but I am a different player and I'm going to play this position my way. And I like that. I I don't want a guy who's saying, okay, I've got to go out and do it this way. Go out and make the position your own. And I was really thankful that uh, Zane said that because I think that if people are trying to compare Zane to Fred Warner you're going to come away a little bit disappointed because they are truly different players. But I expect that Zane Anderson, along with Chaz Ayu, that flash linebacker spot should be a, a position of strength for BYU this coming season. With Isaiah Kafusi holding down one of the other linebacker spots, really the Mike linebacker spot where Kavika Fanula is now playing along with Jackson Kafusi and Peyton Wilgar. Whoever wins that uh, role there, I think if you have a guy who can really step up in that third linebacker spot, that linebacker position that we previewed in the run-up to fall camp as being very light on experience might become a position of strength, but they're going to have to prove that early on in the season. And it's a gauntlet right out the start. Four straight games against Power 5 opponents. Whoever's playing that middle linebacker spot definitely needs to be ready to go. And here's hoping that guys like Zane Anderson can stay healthy for the entire year. All right, we will come back on the other side, catch up on a bevy of other BYU news. Former BYU guard Jasheer Hardnett has a new college basketball program to call home. Former BYU golfer Zach Blair looks like he's headed back to the PGA Tour. We'll catch up on all of that next. Before we do that, though, a reminder for you guys that fantasy football players, make sure to listen to Vinny Iyer and the Locked On Fantasy Football podcast. He gives you the edge with over 20 years of covering fantasy football, speaking of Vinny. Don't listen to the same stuff as everybody else, then you are the same. Get the edge from Vinny that will put you ahead on draft day and keep you ahead all season long. Locked on Fantasy Football is available on all of your favorite podcast providers. Check it out, guys. It's something I have used over the past couple of years, and it's really helped my fantasy football teams just in terms of getting guys on the waiver wire, etc. So check out the Locked on Fantasy Football podcast right here on the Locked on Podcast Network. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. focused on the BYU Cougars right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. It is America's number one daily podcast network. Thanks again for joining us on a Tuesday edition of the show. As we close things out on today's edition of the podcast, a couple of things to catch up on in BYU news is that uh, BYU graduate transfer guard Jasheer Hardnett has found a new home for his final year of collegiate eligibility. He announced on social media that he's committed to the University of, Ca- University of Missouri, Kansas City for the upcoming 2019-20 season. Uh, 
Hardnett, of course, earned his degree at BYU and as a graduate transfer, had originally committed to go play for the University of Montana, play for the Grizzlies, uh, who did make the NCAA tournament a year ago, but announced on social media after consulting with the coaches, decided it was best that the parties uh, part ways. He started his career at Fordham, then went to Chipola College, which is a junior college, before going to BYU. So this will be his fourth program in his well-traveled collegiate basketball career, if you want to count five, with the University of of Montana. Sure, go ahead. But he will be... uh a graduate transfer playing for the Kangaroos. UMKC does play in the Western Athletic Conference against Utah Valley University, so he presumably will make a return trip to the Utah to Utah Valley to Orem this coming season. I would expect that some of his former BYU teammates likely would show up at that game to support him as he plays for the Kangaroos. By the way, UMKC, that kangaroo like logo in terms of just the overall mascot. Fantastic pick. I think that you outside the box mascots are always some of my favorites. I love it. So UMKC uh, should have an interesting season. They have a new head coach in former Wright State head coach Billy Donlin, and it'll give an opportunity for Jasheer Hardnett hopefully to have a great senior season playing for a new coach. Kind of a new slate for UMKC, and hopefully Hardnett can fit in there and have a good season, and hopefully we'll be able to catch up with him when he's back in town taking on UVU with UMKC this upcoming season. one other note before we go on today's podcast is congratulations to former BYU golfer Zach Blair. He is headed back to the PGA Tour. He won the Ellie Mae Classic on the Corn Ferry Tour, we formerly known as the Web.com Tour, over the weekend in Northern California. He won the tournament by one stroke, had some clutch play down the stretch to really hold off uh, m- multiple guys who are making a run at that. But with the win, he has set himself to go back to the PGA Tour this coming season. He had a couple of down years being forced to play down on the Corn uh, Ferry Tour this past year, but congratulations to him. Headed back to the PGA Tour. It'll be nice to see him and Tony Finau back on the PGA Tour together. Of course, Finau was formerly a verbal commit to BYU before deciding to go pro as a teenager, so We'll be tracking those guys in the coming season. If you guys want more golf updates, let me know. I'd love to do stuff like that. It's something I do for my station, the Zone Sports Network here in Salt Lake City. So if you want stuff like that, I'm happy to do it. Of course, we keep you up to date on everything BYU sports-wise. And as a former BYU golfer, I just wanted to give a shout-out to Zach Blair on his making it back to the PGA Tour and accomplishing his dreams as a professional golfer once again. All right, that'll do it for today's edition of the podcast. A reminder for you guys, check out the Locked On NFL and Locked On Fantasy Football podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. They'll keep you updated on every keep you up to date on everything going on with the NFL as we get ready for the season that's upcoming. Also, a reminder for you guys, follow this show, Locked On Cougars, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Locked on Cougars for all three of those. My personal Twitter feed is at Jacob C. Hatch. I'm gonna have some new sponsors coming on board as well in the coming days and weeks. If you'd like to be on board as well as a sponsor on this podcast, our download numbers have gone through the roof early on with fall camp kicking off this month, please email us, lockedonbyu at gmail.com. Love to hear from you guys. And even if you have, just have a note, a question, etc., that you'd rather send them via email, lockedonbyu at gmail.com is the place to hit us up. Have a great rest of your day whenever you hear this. We'll catch you tomorrow. This has been Locked On Cougars for August 6th, 2019.
NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.